Welcome back to Nights at Nefertiti's. This is Nagam Kidder or Nagam, which I prefer, but not that many people know how to pronounce. So you could say Nagam if you can't pronounce it. Yeah. This is episode 15, and today we're going to be talking about Ramadan. And so when you're here listening to this, well, it'll come out while I'm while I'm fasting and the rest of the Islamic world is fasting. But yeah, uh, we'll be fasting for Ramadan and since I have a lot of brain farts and I um a lot, I have it written down the way that I want you guys to understand it. So I'm going to do this very simplistically. So it's like more of an in general, what is Ramadan answer. So if you want a more in-depth one, you could always Google it and learn more because it goes into depth. Okay, so Ramadan is when Muslims fast from sunrise to sunset every day for 30 days or sometimes 29 days. This year Ramadan will be 29, maybe. I'm not sure, but it's said it might be. Okay, so it's supposedly a Spiritual experience rooted in connecting with God, humbling ourselves, being in service, and resting our focuses. So, you're basically trying to better yourself, and I think of it more of a self-cleanse as well. So, it it also, like, varies from person to person. Like I said, it's a spiritual experience, and it's different for everyone. I can't categorize it as that one thing for everyone. So that's the very broad description of Ramadan that I feel comfortable sharing. So basically, you fast from sunrise to sunset, like I said, and... You do have permission to not fast at times when you're traveling or if you're very, very ill. You have the permission to not fast. And if you get better after being sick, you have to make up those days. And if you're traveling, you'll eventually need to make up the days that you weren't fasting. So to me, I see Ramadan as more of a spiritual cleanse, like I said to myself, uh, like a self-cleanse and a self-fast for me. And uh, that's also as much uh, as comfortable as I am with getting into my personal spiritual experience with Ramadan currently right now. And maybe later on I'll feel even more comfortable to talk about it with everyone through this pos- through this podcast. Uh, so... To me, I feel like Ramadan feels so different when you're in the motherland, and my motherland is Egypt, than when you're out, that's being in the U.S. or outside of your home country. (laughs) Um, But yeah, to me, I feel like there's a huge difference, even in just like the fact that having so many people around you also not fast and uh, not fast also fast and know what each other are going through and knowing where that everyone's going through their own spiritual experience there's more of 
connection through it. And even though, like, in my motherland, it has Christians and Muslims, and they're all very, like, they all are very understanding of the month, the holy month, and um, it's just, it just feels a lot better when you're there, and it, it has more of that holiday feel because you have to make that holiday feel when you're abroad and basically alone. Because with my family, it's just me, my mom, my sister, my dad, my brother, and my grandma is here for this year's Ramadan, and my sister is not. She's only here for the last four days. And my uncle's all the way in New Jersey, and... My dad, his friend, is coming to to the first day of Ramadan with us. So it's just not as a big festivity as it normally is when you're with so much of so many people of your family. Even though my family's not huge, we when it we're all together it just feels really good and very festive and even with not just that, sometimes when you're just like hanging out with your friends that are back home and you do suhoor together, suhoor together, and uh, which is like the meal before you start your fast again, then the following day, it, everything just feels so much more Ramadan like and more holiday like. It's kind of, I always tell people that it's kind of like Christmas, but Honestly, not even close to Christmas because it's a whole month and we're not wait like we you, you don't get presents. Uh, it, there's no like huge big feast that comes after Ramadan, which is Eid. And I'll talk about Eid more when it comes to the closing of Ramadan. But yeah, so I feel like I wanted to share that with you guys today that there's a completely big difference at least to me personally and I know my sister feels sometimes the same way about it that we were away from Egypt for five years and then we went back in 2017 we spent Ramadan there and even though it wasn't super Ramadan like like when you're kids it still felt a lot more Ramadan like than being here and just having like getting to go out with my friends after fitur and everything if iftar is basically the meal that you have once you break your fast see i'm just throwing out my terminology i feel very proud of myself that i'm kind of explaining it in a good way kind of trying to make it the best way possible to explain it i had to close my car because i don't have that much gas you know you know anyway yeah so Ramadan is a different experience when you're with people that are Muslim Muslims and actually like share this holiday with you it feels great I love it when it's like that but that's all I could really think of right now and it'll be the first year that my birthday falls in Ramadan which is it's not like I really do anything for my birthday well well when I'm home the only time that I did something for my birthday was when I was 21 and 22 and those were 
pretty great birthdays, honestly. Like, these next few years have a lot to, to work up to. But, yeah. So, that's my thoughts about Ramadan. And I remember when I was younger, I... Well, it was me, only me and my sister, and my uncle came one day for, well, he flew down from New Jersey and spent Ramadan with our, with our family, and he told us if we could sing, the, like, Ramadan songs, I'm not gonna sing them, and to him, the right way, it, with our broken-ass Arabic, that he'll give us, like, five dollars, and me and my sister would try to, like, memorize it, and try to get that five bucks, and, yeah, pretty much, I have, like, a really bad memory with Ramadan and my childhood sometimes, but other things that I remember was when we first moved to Egypt, in 2005, I think it was, two, yeah, it was 2005, and me and my sister started school, and then it was Ramadan during school time, and there was this big after-school iftar, where we would, like, a lot of people, a lot of students and teachers will stay after school and have an iftar together, and then you get to play around with your friends a bit, and then go home. So I remember those were pretty great memories, too, with Ramadan. Also, another thing that comes with Ramadan that is not religious is this is the time where a shit ton of TV series, Arabic TV, TV series, I only really watch the Egyptian ones. Actually, I only watch the Egyptian ones. I don't watch um, the Syrian ones or any of the Lebanese ones just because I've never gotten into them. And... There, are, there is already, like, so many Egyptian TV series that come out that it's very overwhelming. So I just, like, pick, like, a handful to watch just to keep your mind a little bit entertained during the hard parts of fasting during the day. And it's entertaining for the after, <laughs> like, after you break your fast. But also just because I feel like I have to put this out there and for everyone that's Muslim and listening to this and saying that probably I'm like talking about not the religious aspect. Some people also use this time to read the Quran fully and uh, have different Ramadan goals for themselves. I do too, but like I said, I don't want I have different Ramadan goals for myself as well, and I, like I said, I didn't really want to share too much about my own spiritual experience with it, so that's why I'm just going off the other things about Ramadan. So yeah, there's a lot, a lot of Arabic TV series that are out, and it's fun when you get to watch it with your family because honestly this is the only time where it's like my whole family is watching a few different series together which is really great and it brings us together also because we're mostly spending most of the day with each other after iftar because there's nothing really to do other than to spend it together and do other things
yeah. So, like Ramadan is to Muslims, I have this really big interest to how it could compare to, for example, Jewish holidays or Christian holidays. Because I used to only think uh, of Easter when I was younger, like super young, as just like the beginning of spring. I didn't know what Christians believed in, and I didn't really go too far in depth until I even went to my very first year of college, where I kind of learned a little bit more about what Easter is and stuff for Christians. So I honestly have this really big interest of religions, and I want to find someone to have a podcast episode where we talk about how some religions are similar and like different things about religion because what pops in my pops up in my head is because I took a two courses in college one of them was world religions and one of them was the psychology of religion so I would like to like integrate both of those together but not make it like a boring like religious-y episode more of like just new facts to learn about plus uh, I'm definitely sure that we'll mix in like fun other topics other fun topics in that episode, but I still don't even know who I would have in mind for an episode like that. But yeah, so Ramadan is always a fun time when you're back home, because that was my, my, my favorite time. But it's a good time for a lot of people that are, are wherever they are in the world, really. Other than Ramadan, which I'll probably be posting this, like I said, when I'm fasting, it's going to be May, and I have, I definitely forgot what I was just going to say. Yep, that happens. When I, once I remember, I'm going to say it. Oh, this is a super random fact, because I had this written down. So... My best friend told me that I've never even mentioned this on the podcast is I actually don't know. I feel like I did, but maybe I didn't. Is that well the very first year of college my nickname was Nefertiti and that was one of the other reasons why I picked Nights at Nefertiti's to be the title of the podcast. And it never stuck though. But I always, but I always like uh, think about that sometimes. So I guess it just like stuck with that too. Also, Nefertiti is a bomb ass girl, lady, queen. Actually, she's a boss ass queen. Excuse my language if you get bothered by like stuff like that. Um, yeah. So. That's one of the random things that I was thinking about to say. Also, this will give my uh, time for me to nourish also my body, as in my skin and my hair, and take heat off of my hair for a little bit. I want to get into more serious topics, but I don't want to reach it to bore you guys. That's why... I would love to hear feedback on 
what serious topics you guys would like to hear. Because there's some things that I find fun to talk about that I'm not sure that other people would find fun to talk about. So, that's also another thing that I wanted to throw in there. There's, like, so many different other ideas for future episodes that I don't want to, like, step into their territory, which is crazy. So, I'm just going to bounce around different small topics right now. I was, ta- I was writing down a few, like, subcategories of things I could, like, well, not subcategories, more, like, subtopics that I want, that I would be able to talk about. And I realized that they're not as interesting when I'm reading them while I'm recording as when I'm just, like, dotting down random things from my, like, brain, when I'm brainstorming. Those are the words that I would like to use. So I want to take this moment to talk about different goals that people set for themselves So, I realized that I talked before, and I mentioned it on the podcast, that I was an extroverted introvert. And I realized, honestly, I don't think that I am an extroverted introvert anymore. And I think I'm more of an extrovert around people that are close to me, but also an introvert when I need to recharge from being around so many people that are close to me but then at the same time if I'm around a lot of other people that I'm just like casual friends with or acquaintances and stuff like that I am a super introvert where it's not that I like my own time but I do appreciate having some time to myself but it's weird how to explain it with me is that I like to, I, I like my own time, but at the same time, I get super, super lonely very easily, and it's not a fun thing for me. I struggle with that deeply, and that is something that I want it, want to work on in general, and I try to continue to work on it, like pushing myself even to go on a solo two-day trip by myself. It was 36 hours, not even two days. But even doing that was a lot for me because I was completely alone. Like, no connection with anyone whatsoever. Like, I talked to my mom probably one phone call that day. And I think I might have talked to my dad. But other than that, I was completely, like, hanging out by myself. Like, yeah, I was going to different places. I even, like, stayed in a hostel. But, like, it didn't, like, nothing. no friendships we're made out of it. And I know a lot of people talk about how that people learn to make friends and they've never felt lonely while traveling solo. But I guess it's because I'm introverted that I don't like stick myself out there and be like very talkative person in general, which is something that I want to work on in once I turn, not once I turn 24. I've been trying to work on that, but I want to continue improving it as I like, as a goal for me, is to reach a a point where I don't feel 
loneliness as strong as I do right now, even though I am working on it for sure. So that's like one of my goals for that was for this year slash just in general for life because I feel like I don't have specific goals for years except maybe like places I want to travel I write them down for like just as like um the law of attraction where you if you write down the places you want to go to and you have thoughts that will attract things like situations to lay out that you'll eventually make it to that trip so I write down almost every year where I want to go. So this year I had written down Italy, Portugal, France, Croatia, Lebanon, and Jordan. And the last one I wrote down was that I want to go to Bali for New Year's Eve. And obviously most of these things are all up in the air and not guaranteed whatsoever. But I did cross off Portugal from my list. And during the time I was writing this list, I already knew that I was going to Spain and the Netherlands. So, like, those two places were definitely on my list already. But I definitely want to go back to Spain to see more of the south of Spain, which I feel like I'll have an even more, like, connection to than Barcelona. But Barcelona was amazing. If you haven't heard about my trip, they were in episodes, I think, right after I hit double digits. So maybe episode 11. I'm, like, really guessing on that. So I think it might be 11 or... 11 or 12. Or 10 and 11. Either one of those, I talk a little bit about my trip, and I feel like I go the most in-depth with Barcelona, for sure. So, that's what I have been thinking about right now, is traveling always makes me happiest, and I feel like that's when I grow up the most and reach those personal goals of, like, building character and developing my personality even further and that's how I do it so traveling really does do more than educate and show you how to open your perspective it really teaches you a lot about yourself too and I think it's the best way for me to learn more about myself and to adapt to different characteristics that I want to have within my personality And, yeah, I feel like that's the main thing that I wanted to hit on as, like, a subtopic for this episode. Because it's Ramadan, so I'm just gonna keep traveling my du'at. And uh, du'at means, like, prayer. And I'm just gonna put all those good vibes and good thoughts about traveling. And I know that it betters my mental health as well and sometimes even my physical health if I'm not going really hard on the french fries but yeah so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode I can't wait for you guys to hear the next episode because it'll be my birthday episode but it's obviously the day after my birthday and I'll share a certain 
detail about my birthday that I feel like I've been telling more and more people about it recently that maybe a lot of people know about it but not a lot of people knew about it before but I'll still be sharing that and I have a fun little thing I want to do for that episode and I can't wait to share it with you guys and I feel like I've rambled on enough with this it like go went from tangents and yeah so I hope you guys got informed about what Ramadan is and if you enjoyed hearing about it or if you want to know more about it and if you want maybe if you want to if enough of you ask for how my how I feel about Ramadan or like my spiritual experience with Ramadan maybe I'll talk about it no promises but if there's enough of you maybe I'll think about it put it on the plate but yeah so I hope you guys have a great weekend if you're listening to this on Thursday if not I hope you have a great day and or great week great morning great night whenever you're listening to this And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye!